This is the Steelers Week in Review with Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio and Steelers.com. Hello, Steelers Nation, and welcome to the Steelers Week in Review, your one-stop shop for all the current news and headlines for your Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm Wesley Euler, host of the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Let's get you up to speed on all the latest for the black and gold. The Steelers fell at home on Sunday to the Cincinnati Bengals, 37-30, the final at Akershire Stadium. Mike Tomlin opened his press conference on Tuesday by giving his final thoughts about the loss to Cincinnati. I thought the field positioning component of play was was really significant. Um, at the early game, we were on the long field some um, at the start of the game, and I thought that that affected us and them. Um, in the second half, I thought we had really advantageous field position, but we didn't take advantage of it. Um, TJ had an interception that put us in firmly in scoring territory, and we essentially had a three and out. We got three points, but boy, you got to get seven under those circumstances to support one another and to gain the type of traction that you need to control games. Um, another sequence in the in the second half, we had the ball in plus territory. We got a holding call on first and ten, and pushed it to first and twenty. I think that drive ended up third and twenty plus. We got no points. Um, that's significant. At the end of that drive, we punted the ball and punted them down into, you know, into the red area and had them on the long field, and they were able to put put together a 90-plus yard drive. And those are sequences that kind of change the tenor or feel of the half, if you will. And oftentimes when you're back and forth in games, that's the difference. I thought that was the tipping point. Obviously, there was a lot of positive things in the game. There's some things that were negative that we need to work on in all three phases. But in terms of deciding the outcome of the game, I thought that sequence and the field positioning component was extremely big. Um, I thought our inability to make them settle for field goals defensively uh, was a major component. We've been very good in the red zone, larger part of the year. I know we're top 10. I don't follow those statistics really closely, but I know we've been really good in that area. And I just think that's a function of being in games and, and keeping yourself in play. Um, you got to make people settle for field goals. You, you're fighting for that four-point swing all the time when you're on the short field, and we didn't get it enough. And as he always does on Tuesdays, Mike Tomlin outlined injury concerns and updates for the Steelers ahead of the new week. Miles um, Boykin wasn't able to finish the game with the oblique or abdominal injury. Um, we'll see where this week leads us from a participation standpoint in a practice setting. We got an extra day. They really got an extra day and a half when you think about Monday night football. And so we're going to leave the light on for all of these guys and, and remain hopeful and see where the week leads. The same thing with Jalen Warren. Um, not a significant hamstring, but his availability is in question. Uh, we'll get through the week. Um, Mason Cole may be limited at the early portions of the week, but uh, there's a decent level of confidence that he's going to come through the other side of it and be available to us at the end of the week. The Steelers will have to wait an extra day to take the field this week as Pittsburgh will battle the Indianapolis Colts on Monday night football. Mike Tomlin spoke about the Colts and the challenge they will present for the Steelers in prime time. Talking about the Colts, I think if you talk about them offensively, um, and it starts with Taylor for us, um, we hadn't been in a stadium with him before, but we respect his talents and his resume, what he's been able to do and put together. Um, We believe quality play for them centers around his exploits and, and what he's able to do. Um, they, they had a nice, significant win a couple of weeks ago in Vegas, and I think he ran for 147. Um, there was a commitment last weekend to the run game. I think he had 22-plus carries. Um, for us, we got to minimize his impact on the game. We can't allow them 
to be on schedule and minimize possession down football via an effective running game. Um, got a lot of respect for Matt Ryan. He's a been there, done that guy. His football intellect is on the ceiling. He makes good and fluid, quick decisions. Um, I'd imagine his experience and, and the fact that he's battle tested is the reason why they went back to him. And, and I think I've seen some really positive uh, results from their unit uh, since they've done so. They got some quality eligibles that we got to work to minimize. Michael Pittman Jr. Um, is a combat catch guy, high volume catch guy. Uh, Pierce is a guy that's capable of taking the top off. Highly familiar with him. Uh, went to Cincinnati and took him out to eat and participated in his pro day things and so forth. He's doing exactly what we thought he was going to be capable of doing as an NFL player. He's averaging about 15 yards a carry. He gets behind people. He makes big boy plays down the grass for him. And so that has our attention. Um, on the defensive side of football, been in a lot of stadiums with Gus Bradley over the years. He's a fundamentalist. Um, they're going to be small menu, big understanding. They're going to be in place. They're going to work to keep the score down because they understand what it is they're doing. Um, if you look at their the, the scoring, they do a really good job of keeping the scoring down uh, and keeping a lid on things. Um, they, the guys understand what it is they're trying to do. You see it play out in their adjustments and the fluidity and the consistency of their communication and adjustments. And, and like I mentioned, man, he was a D coordinator in Vegas last year. He was a D coordinator for the L.A. Chargers prior to that, highly involved in defense in Jacksonville when he was a head coach. And so we understand how those two bodies come together, these two collectives and, and, and the approach to defense that he brings. Um, the, the four-man front is going to provide the catalyst for the ball. Um, it's always been the case. They got quality people up front. Quiddy Pay, um, Yannick are guys that we got to deal with. Yannick has probably been in three different cities with Coach Bradley, Jacksonville, Vegas, and now Indy. And so, um, you know, he values the skill set that he brings in terms of applying pressure off the edge. Can't say enough about Buckner. Um, he's just dangerous, man. He's long. Um, he's tough to deal with inside. He's highly aware. Those guys provide the wave that the other guys ride. If we want to have a good day, we can't allow those guys to dominate the game. We got to stay on schedule in an effort to maybe minimize their ability to dominate the game. But largely, man, they—they're they, a group that is fundamentalist in their approach. They play fast. Um, they get after the quarterback. They hunt the football. Uh, they do the things that allow them to have a high floor and keep the score down. And so, we got to take care of the ball. We got to stay on schedule. We can't allow their bigs to be dominant and impact the game in the ways that they would desire for them to. It is Thanksgiving week, and if you want to eat like your favorite Steelers, you've got to check out the team's favorite Thanksgiving recipes on Steelers.com. The recipes are diverse from main courses to side dishes, appetizers, and desserts. A lot of them are family traditions. The same food your favorite Steelers and coaches will be enjoying on Thanksgiving. Just visit Steelers.com backslash Thanksgiving to see the recipes. Safe travels and happy Thanksgiving to everyone in Steelers Nation. I'm SNR host Wesley Euler. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Steelers Week in Review. Take care, and I'll talk to you next week.